This is Blue hey. State Rob, hey. and you're listening to the Eric Saint Show podcast. podcast, a show hosted by a liberal Republican liberal. whose ancestry dates back to the small country of Armenia and fueled by bouts of anxiety and adult attention hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. It's not the best, but still better than radio. Anyway, here's your host, Eric Zane. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week, Monday through Friday, in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Thank you so much for being here. Today, we have uh, Dear Meathead happening at uh well in 56 minutes my father will be joining us along with joanne if you have a pithy means short question um please send it along uh, a little lean on the questions and uh i would say all of them are kind of like uh things about me you know i don't know why that c- keeps happening uh, arams was just stupid some i can't even i don't even want to read adams uh adam the odd it was very it, it was odd because it was unexpected i would expect this from a slob like dean <clears throat> but adam i didn't expect it at all Dear Meathead, do you and your family do birthday spankings? And if so, have you ever given your daughter-in-law, Diana, a birthday spanking? Thank you for your insight. What are you doing? What what is wrong with you? My God. It isn't often that I'm like, what? Huh? With Adam. But again, I would expect that out of an animal like Dean. But not like you. Huh? Huh? Anyway, uh, if anyone has a question that's, uh, uh, you know, pertinent, short for my uh, dementia patient father, that would be terrific. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I had a conversation with him yesterday, confusion about his birthday. I hate when this happens. I just kind of get thrown into awkwardness and it, I didn't, I didn't do anything, but it's going to seem like I did. First of all, I find out um, that Charity Scam Mike on the 17th of um, March, a week from today, he's celebrating my dad's birthday. They live close to each other. So come on over. We're going to celebrate your birthday. We're going to have the corned beef on. uh, He always has corned beef on St. Patrick's Day for my dad. And uh, it's kind of like a tradition. It had fallen, that day had fallen um, a few years ago on a Saturday or a Sunday. So I I went there and we celebrated and did a a live version of Dear Meathead at Charity Scam Mike's house. I remember that. And uh, that was a good time. And then so uh, Mike says to me, hey, come on over 
for your dad's birthday. This is before I knew what day of the week it fell on. And uh, he goes, yeah, we can we can do like a podcast. I go, yeah, that's a great idea. Sounds great. He goes, okay, I'll see you Wednesday the 17th. I go, I can't do that. I can't do Wednesday the 17th. That's a, that's a school night for me. I, you know, okay, well, we're going to celebrate it anyway. I go, all right, well, you do your thing. I'll do my own thing. Okay, great. And then that was the end of it. That's the end of it. This, this happens so often with this group. My God, no one ever informs me because then the next step is the weird part. Because then I said to my dad, I go, Hey, um, I'm going to come see you on the Saturday after your birthday. So that would be uh, Saturday the 19th. All right, great. And uh, so just that, that was the plan. I talked to my brother, World Book Jim. He's, and he's all bummed out. I go, what's wrong? He goes, well, I wanted to go see dad on Saturday the 19th. But um, Joanne said that they've got plans and they're going over to Charity Scam Mike's. And I'm like, wait a minute. Did I dream that I scheduled going over to my dad's on the 19th? I don't know. So then I kind of like brushed it off, forgot about it. I called him yesterday to remind him that this show is happening today and uh i have since forgotten that i scheduled the 19th i go hey but i I remember that the weekend is open so i go hey should we come see you on the 20th and he goes no no jimmy scheduled the 20th you scheduled the 19th and i go oh of course yes i acted like i knew you know that's how you roll I go, of course. Oh, yeah, the 19th. And then it kind of it, it did occur to me that I had done that. So fine. No big deal. And then um, Joanne says, but uh, yeah, so you're going to be going over to um, uh, uh, Mike's house. We're going to have the corned beef uh, over at Mike's. And I'm like, yeah, and you're going to do the podcast live. And I'm like, I, in the back of my head, I'm like, I, I am. This is the first I'd heard of that. Too often, if Charity Scam Mike is involved, I don't know what is going on. I have no clue. No one tells me anything. This is the same group when last year for Memorial Day, every Memorial Day, me and the step fam, the step family, and and Diane and I and whoever go up north to Fear Bunker North to do our thing for the Memorial Day festivities. It's a tradition. Um, they changed that, and remember this: they changed it and, and said because uh, uh, my other stepsister Sue she could not attend because she had to go to Wisconsin to see her new grandchild. So she and Mike decided, Charity Scam Mike decided, hey, uh, let's just do it a week or two later. And they like scheduled it. And the problem with that is, one, I don't know. Two, I'm the one hosting the fucking party. So, I mean, that's kind of weird. So then I said, no, no, absolutely not. We're all going up for Memorial Day, and that's the end of it. It's a, uh, a, a thing that I, if you can't make it, you can't make it. And, and, but we're all still going up. 
And, but of course, they didn't tell me any of this. That's how I found out. I found out like when I was like packing up, getting ready to go up for fucking Memorial Day. They called me. Yeah, we're not going. We uh, decided to change it. You did? How about letting me know? So here's where the real weirdness gets involved. I am not told that I have to be at Charity Scam Mike's for Saturday. Remember earlier in the conversation, I told you that with World Book Jim on the line, my brother, he he was kind of uh, like offended because Joanne said, yeah, we're going over to Charity Scam Mike's house for your dad's birthday. I'm part of that party. So part of the thing that's offending my brother, I'm I'm part of that and I don't even know about it. And then he explains that to me and I'm like, I'm thinking about in the back of my head, well, well, I, I told them I'm going over that weekend. I think I said the 19th, but they just said they're going over to charity scam Mike's. So he's complaining about them going over to the replacement family's house. And, and I'm like, yeah, I can't believe that. Yeah, that's terrible. I'm part of the party and I don't even know it. So if he finds out, okay, the conversation that him and I had a few days ago, if he finds out that I go to that party, then he's going to think that I'm like a double crosser, you know, that I'm working for the enemy, which is not the case or not the enemy. But in his, he's all, you know, he, Jim, when it comes to the relationship of my dad and mom getting divorced, Jim was in the middle of adolescence. I was I was only eight and it affected us differently. Jim still harbors a bit of resentment. Um, because of that, even though he's 55 years old and, but you know, I don't, and I don't bust his balls about it. Um, he's been through a lot. I mean, if this is what happens when you have young children that, uh, especially the age of him, I've talked about this before. It affects people differently. It didn't, I was like, he's like, I'm leaving. I'm like, <laughs> and then he goes, well, I'm going to buy you Atari games to win favor over your mother. Oh, cool. Yeah, this is I'm, I'm happy with this. This is good. Jim, not so much. He was uh, it, it affected him in a terrible way. So now I got to call him up and say, hey, look, this is how it went down. Just so you know, I have to kind of like explain to him um, what I just found out yesterday that apparently I am going over there next Saturday. So I'm like, oh, my God. But uh, perfect. Just perfect. Uh, it, just. Joanne says, didn't Mike call you and tell you? And I'm like, no, of course he didn't call me and tell me. No one ever calls me and tells me anything. Holy crap. Okay. Speaking of birthdays. My beloved Diana is celebrating a birthday today. Yes, today is the day. Um that the world was introduced to sweet little Pooh Bear with bright red hair. Uh, The story that I was told that when her beloved mother, God rest her soul, brought her home from the hospital in Birmingham, Michigan, in whatever year, um, her brothers, the NFK and uh, David, said 
put her back. They were like shocked at the color of her hair. They did not like her at all. They were disgusted that they had to deal with a girl. And they were greatly affected by it. And uh, that was hilarious. Off we go. Um, 21 years later, uh, she tried to take me home. Or 20, how old was she when we met? Well, she's, wait a minute, I'm 51, she's 55. She's about three and a half years older than me, so, yeah, I was 18. I was 18, didn't have a care, working for peanuts, not a dime to spare. Um, yeah, she was 21. So 21 years later, there she is. Trying to take your old pal Eric Zane home. And I'm like, oh, boy, I'm really turned on by this three foot tall redhead. Okay. Happy birthday, Pooh Bear. Happy birthday to you. Speaking of her birthday, um, there was a catastrophe that took place that is going to have me... Um, with a couple of elements of show and tell, one of which I don't have in front of me. But what I'm going to do is start the story, and then I'm going to get up, walk out that door right there, and grab the show and tell. The the second part of my show and tell, okay? Um, I, should, I, I left it in a certain spot in the closet so that I wouldn't forget it. Did I forget it? Of course I forgot it. What an asshole. My God. Okay. So I, uh, you're not going to believe this, but, um, what she wanted for her birthday, this is going to sound ridiculous. She wanted floor mats for the car that she just, that she just got. Okay. And, um, there are, there are those, uh, weather tech floor mats, which are, uh, cut perfectly to fit inside of whatever specific vehicle when you go online you you or <laughs> cases more video games no you you go online and you like pick your car and then you know the the kind that they give you when you buy the vehicle they're kind of a drag you know they're just another piece of carpet and then uh, eh, the vehicle gets a little bit more trashy by the day so uh weather tech are these ones you've seen them uh, advertised and i i think they're worth every penny because it's basically like uh, um, this molded type of rubbery plastic that's just sensational and keeps the uh, the vehicle from getting trashed. Sexy voice Andrea says, those things are the best. So, um, Josh says, I love WeatherTechs. Have had them in my last three vehicles worth it. And they are expensive. They cost a couple hundred bucks. But I was like, oh, okay, this is, she wants fucking floor mats for her birthday. So are the damn things. And then, um, they, uh, I was worried about them arriving on time. And then sure enough on the front porch yesterday, big fucking box weather tech. I go, Oh yes, sweet. This is going to be awesome. So all I got to do now is, uh, go and buy some wrapping paper for her birthday, get her a nice birthday card, write a nice, nice little note on the inside of it. And boom. Now, it turns out today, she goes, uh, let's open my, my present on Saturday when we're having our birthday party, Saturday or Sunday or something like that. We're having a birthday party Saturday or Sunday. And I go, awesome. Yeah, fine. 
But all, you would not believe what happened. This is so stupid, and it's actually kind of hard to explain. It's uh, I consider this to be slightly cosmic and ridiculous, but it freaked me out and blew my mind. You know, actually, I want to go get my prop now, okay? I want to go get my prop now. I, I have a show-and-tell video that I want to show you. So if you're not on Twitch, you'll be like, wait, what am I missing? That's why you need to be able to see this on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Click follow. But you can always go back and watch it at twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. I mean, there's a replay. Just cue in. Hey, man, cue in. Yo, man, a minute 30 in. There's a great guitar. Oh, oh, shit. Fucking oh, man. By the way, Kenny loved two particular songs from the Insane Asylum last week disconnect by Rollins band, which is a great song. And, uh, there was another one that he liked, which I'm like, how do you like a good song? Like disconnect. I mean, you can understand the words. How can you possibly even like that? Uh, all right. Don't move. Okay. I'm just going to step right outside of the door. I'm not even going to put the music on. Hang on. I wanna disconnect myself. Pull my brains down out and I wanna disconnect myself. Pull my brains down out and unplug myself. I wanna pull it out. Yeah. I wanna pull it out. Yeah. Adam says, just heard my D, my dear meathead question wasn't appreciated. No, it was stupid. What are you talking about? You want me, you want me to ask my dad if he's spanked my wife? What are you doing? I might ask it. I don't know. Don't take it personal. Don't take anything personal. I feel the need to remind people of that. Uh, that unless I say, I'm serious. I'm serious. Unless I say that. Don't take anything I say personally on this show. Um, apparently, when I do do when I do say mean things to you, uh, sometimes it's it's met. You know, boy, I think he's mad at me. I'm not. I'm not mad at you. All right. So I go to Meyer. I get uh, I get the wrapping paper, and um, I remember specifically that um, I wanted to make sure that I got appropriate wrapping paper. Happy birthday wrapping paper! You can get several different types of wrapping paper, so um, you know you could get. Uh, I don't know, uh, wedding, um, what do you call it? Bridal shower paper, uh, baby shower paper. I made sure what I bought um, was festive for the birthday. There was balloons. It was just balloons on the paper. And uh, the box for the weather text is big, so I want to make sure I got enough. So uh, this was um, 10 feet of paper. Plenty for what I needed. I get a card, I get the wrapping paper, and I go home, and I can't 
right away uh, wrap the gift. So um, I put the wrapping paper and the card in a hiding spot in the closet by the front door. The gift is hidden right now. It's it's downstairs. And uh, I, I don't know if I have enough time to wrap it before Diana gets home. Uh, she was out working at the YMCA in the kid zone. So uh, I had to do uh, a couple of things. So I wasn't able to, I didn't even, I didn't leave anything out in case she came home. Okay. Again, wrapping paper in the card. I open up this little closet right off the front door where people put their coats and I, I set it in there, leaning up against the corner. It's dark. I have time. I'm going to wrap the gift. I bring the gift up. I put it on the island. Again, a big box. I go into the closet. I reach in to the dark closet. I grab a unopened roll of wrapping paper. The unopened roll of, of wrapping paper. Cellophane on it. And um, I open it. And it is at this point after I've opened it and um, that it dawns on me that it is wrapping paper to welcome a new baby. It is, it is baby shower wrapping paper. And I go, wait, how the fuck did I do that? I could have swore I bought, because I, I was debating in the store about which one to buy. And I go, did I? I fucked this up. I grabbed the wrong fucking wrapping paper. This is embarrassing. So I'm like, ah, oh, well, fuck it. And then I didn't have enough. I'm like, oh, shit. So then I go into another, uh, this other spot in the house where we might have some wrapping paper and I'm finding like little snippets of leftover scraps. And so I'm Frankensteining this box. Diana comes home. I explain to her what I've done and I decide to shoot a video just to show you how ridiculous this is. Okay. So. This is it. And you can see for yourself just how dumb this thing looks. Okay? Check this out. Look at I haven't had any of it. Okay, there's there's the baby. Love baby wrapping paper. She's asking me a question. You see how it's blue on the end there? That's like another snippet of stupid paper. I haven't had any of that. And all I'm doing is shooting this movie to show you how bad it looks. Look at this. Look, I don't even have enough for the end of the box. How stupid is this, you know? For lunch. This is different. See these ducks here? That's like that thin type of paper that you put. It's tissue. You put it inside of like uh, if you give somebody a gift and you put it in a bag and you like uh, uh, poof the paper. Then they just rip the paper out and it's inside of the bag. That's what that is. So I have three different kinds of paper. One is that isn't even wrapping paper. That's that tissue paper. Okay. So I was embarrassed. And uh, Nick says Eric Zane showing the poverty wrap job. That's a, And I actually pride myself on how I wrap. Uh, both at the microphone and when I'm wrapping a gift. 
However, the story's not done. It was time to get the card ready and sign it in case she wanted to open the gift up in the morning. I went back to the closet to grab the card, which is in about the same spot where the roll of wrapping paper was. Look what the fuck was right next to it. This is it. This is what I bought. The balloons wrapping paper. Unopened. What had happened? And this is the only thing. Okay, one of two things happened. Either Harry Houdini uh, put came back from the dead and put uh, that roll of wrapping paper that said uh, happy baby birthday in the exact same spot where I put this one or it had just been there and just by sheer madness, I happened to put this one right next to in the closet, leaning in the corner uh, right next to it. So I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Again, it was dark, but the fact that this was sitting right next to another one, is that not ridiculous? And then when I, 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 I'm standing there at the front door and I'm looking at it, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And it's like, you know, Twilight Zone or some type of uh, whodunit murder mystery. And I'm like, oh my God, what, what just happened? And, uh, Right away, I'm like, okay, I got to figure out how I'm going to explain this to the audience to make it a story because it's almost too ridiculous to believe. And, uh, you know, it's just the fact that it was in that spot. I, 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 It was a chance encounter that it happened to be there. That is not like where we put wrapping paper. It just happened to be any place I could put it where it was out of the way. Well, someone else at some point, I guess, had thought that in this household and thrown another one in there. Holy shit. My God. So that was the weirdest damn thing. And uh, I thought that somebody was screwing with me. So now um, I have a brand new unopened roll of uh, birthday wrapping paper for someone. What the hell? Only me. Uh, is someone pregnant? I don't know. Maybe, uh, that would be something. I sure hope not. Well, I, I, you know, I don't want to say that. I sure hope not. Actually, uh, I don't even care anymore. If somebody gets pregnant, whatever, get pregnant. It's your problem now. It's your baby. You deal with it. So there you go. All right. My gosh. So that was a major catastrophe in the household. Hey, make sure you follow me on Twitch. As I indicated, that's brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Hit the follow button. And and if you really want to uh, go the extra mile, um, if you scroll down at that exact same spot, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live, it'll say uh, sign up for free with Twitch Prime. It's a big red button. Click on that and sign up for a subscription for free. That is offered to you for free with your Amazon Prime account. You just have to fill out a couple of things and then you're good to go. Uh, that allows you to use the emotes and allows you to experience the show experience. Enjoy the show. 
um, during the show without commercial interruption in any way, shape, or form. Uh, otherwise, it slaps a commercial on you. Um, if you start the Twitch show, there's always a commercial at the beginning of it, right at the beginning. But this allows you to enjoy it without anything interrupting. Otherwise, it throws a commercial in indiscriminately over what I'm talking about. And you're like, ah, oh, shit, my God, he was just about to tell me he's becoming a woman. Holy shit. More on that today. Uh, the the whole Florida gay thing. Don't say gay. I got to talk about that. This is this is something. Uh, but also follow me on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page brought to you by Irvine's. I thought yesterday was the end of my ban. My 30-day suspension. My seventh um, punishment in under one year. I started being punished last April for things that I said on Facebook. Uh, and it's been horrible since then. But actually, I, I went to post and it said, no, you're still blocked for another two days. So I think uh, Thursday evening, I am free. I'm free. I'm free. At Eric Zane Show on Twitter, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And uh, also on YouTube, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. If you would uh, follow the channel and hit the bell notification, that would be very, very helpful. Thank you so much. It's brought to you by um, Frank Fuss, my policy shop, ins- excuse me, insurance, your Medicare Advantage specialist. Busy day today. You got this podcast. And then as quickly as possible, get on the Patreon. Because I have to be out of the house by 1245 p.m., of course. Because I have to be at the docks for the yearly physical. 1 p.m. Then... Glutton for punishment. I have to go to the dentist for the cleaning. That's at 210. So Dr. Byers is going to put his finger in my butthole. And then Dr. Lee is going to put his hand in my mouth. This is a very sexual day here. Uh, So all of that happens. Then back home. Uh. For asshole scrubbing, the NFK needs to be bathed. Um, He needs the lotion on his legs and the medicine rubbed onto his feet. And uh, after that, he needs a haircut, and it's going down. I I warned him. If you don't warn him, you're in trouble. Like if you say, hey, uh, let's do a haircut right after the shower and surprise him, that's not going to work. You have to tell him days in advance so that he can wrap his mind around it. So then the haircut. So me, finger up my butt, uh, hand in my mouth, scrub some asshole, cut the NFK's hair, eyebrows, and ear hair. Again, his ears look like party favors are sticking out of them. And then uh, hockey tonight. That's right. Uh, So a busy, busy day for your old pal Eric Zane. My God. Okay, the open and the live stream brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616 532 6600. That's 616 
532-6600 for Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Get your vehicles repaired in West Michigan at Irvine's. They are located along 44th Street. There's a side street called Stafford. Just a few blocks to the east of uh, 131. That's where they are. There's a ongoing adding on of the facility to um, provide you even better service. The business is expanding. Uh, they have a uh, huge number of Google reviews that they are very proud of at the top of their website. ER Vines. Irvines.com. 616-532-6600. If you need a mortgage, call upon the Mario Flores Lakeshore uh, team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505 for Van Dyke Mortgage. NMLS number 3035. Okay, so yeah, this is open to anyone anywhere in the U.S. There are four exceptions. Hawaii, Alaska, Maine, and South Carolina. Otherwise, if you're thinking about getting a mortgage or a refi or whatever it may be, uh, call Mario and uh, see if he uh, passes your test. Hopefully he does. Great guy. And uh, looking to help you. 231-332-6505. We've got a paintball war coming up uh, on Sunday, March 27th at 5 p.m. I think someone reached out to me, but as far as I know, we have like two people that have RSVP'd. This has become the bane of my existence. Trying to get people to respond when I say, can you let me know if you're coming because I need a head count? No matter how many times I say that I go through extreme anxiety, sweating it, if anyone is going to show up, every single time I literally have to beg someone to let me know that they're coming or not. Are you coming to the paintball war or do I cancel it? Because if it comes down to it and I have three days till the event and I still only have one person RSVPing, I cancel the event. So will you please let me know if you're coming? I'm quite certain more than one of you is planning on attending at the uh, TC paintball event coming up on Sunday, the 27th of March at 5 p.m. We'll start out with a pizza party, free pizza from BC Pizza, pizza and soft drinks from BC Pizza Grand Rapids. Call upon them when you're ready for some pizza. And then off we go. 35 bucks is all it costs you to get the paint, the gun, and the uh, and the mask, the field time. It's going to be awesome. TC Paintball, gr.com is their website. With, of course, the Little League happening today at 5 p.m. You don't need a reservation for that. Just show up, walk in, enjoy the Little League, get your kid off the couch from playing video games or the gaming chair, and do something fun with your kid at TC Paintball. You can also book a party scheduled uh, whenever you want. Saturdays, make sure you do that ahead of time because they are sold out on Saturdays. But if you want to do it during the week, you can do that as well. TCPaintballGR.com. All right. Aram says Rick should have some kind of online system to sign up. Yeah, whatever happened with that? That was like years ago. That would help this. I've got a little time to kill. 
let's get our pal Rick on. I mean, he was so gung-ho about it. Remember, he was like, oh, we got an online sign-up, and I got a guy who's on top of it. And then that, like, never happened. You look so amazing in that sundress. God, what are you doing? I'm uh, driving to Florida. You're driving to Florida for a big uh, pro tournament? Yes. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, 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 I can hear you. Uh, Where are you on the road? I'm uh, just uh, Kentucky right now on uh, I-65. I'm heading toward Kenny right now. Is it a gas-guzzling vehicle that you're driving? I'm uh, pretty happy with my 17.5 miles per gallon right now, to be honest. Oh, God. And it's so expensive, the gas. Yeah, it was four and a quarter in uh, Indianapolis when I filled up. Oh, man, that's rough. That is rough. Uh, So I was just promoting the March 27th paintball war number 18. Yes. And uh, Aram says, jokingly, Rick should have some kind of online system to sign up. Wasn't there a time like <laughs> like two years ago you were so gung-ho and you said, I've got it. My guy's doing it right now. And then what what happened there? Well, I don't like to pass the, the buck on blame because ultimately it's my problem. But my web guy said that he couldn't do it because of some specifics with PayPal. And I'm not smart enough to tell you why or how to get around that. Um, and the other side of that is I'm old, I'm old school and we are relatively fluid on our bookings. If we can squeeze you in, we can. And there's a lot of factors that go into it. It's not just like a reserved block of time. It's relative to what other things we have going on at the facility at one time. So it's not just like a block of time. It's a little complicated. And we choose to deal with those things on a more personal basis and think about it and talk about if we can get them in or not well, based on what else is going on. What about just for my events? <laughs> I mean... You know, just just doing it just for these events as opposed to the general public. Um, well, since we started doing them, you like to collect those names on your own. Um, so you knew no, what was I going don't. on and had that kind of personal No, no uh, I don't. I don't like to do it. You know why? Because they don't do it. This is my dilemma. Well, this is my okay, dilemma. Okay, that's the, that's the problem in general, though, because people can't plan that far ahead for something recreational typically a lot of times it's last minute type stuff based on if that weekend open up for them or something else jumped in the way well, that's that's what my experience is for like a one-off event like that well this is I what, may be wrong with some of them but it's always last minute well for the first 17 it was like yeah oh well you know i'm coming so uh, i figured i just wouldn't and i was like dude come on just let me know all i gotta do is you can even send me a text i don't give a shit but I, I can't, I can't, no matter what I, even, all the regulars, I can't even get them to let me know in any way until like the day before. Well, it might be one of those weird times where people got like, you know, beginning of spring things starting to happen and they're waiting on weather or other factors that would determine if they're available. It doesn't surprise me. It's the same thing with regular baseball players too. If you throw an event, they, they, they wait to the last minute to determine if they're coming or not. You know, I mean, Sometimes we hit and sometimes we miss with our weekends. Um, the last time we did it, it was a major hit. I mean, that was the most people we've had. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. You'd know better than me how many, like, um, forecasted out, like, a couple weeks out yeah. what was on your list. I mean, was it super populated two weeks ahead of time? Um, 
generally, but I had to like hunt them down. I like send a text. Hey, are you coming? Oh yeah, we'll be there. And I'm like, well, could you let me know? I mean, why? You know, but, uh, all right, well, I'll keep at it. I share, listen, I share your frustration and it's not a dead dream. It's just super back burner for me right now. I've, I've been focused on other things. So I understand. Hey, I do that too. I do that all the time. So I've got nothing. I've got no, no, uh, uh, you know, I can't, I can't speak that, um, what am I trying to say here? I, I do the same I don't damn know. thing. You, you literally can't speak. I know it. I do the same damn thing. Uh, okay. Well, but well, good luck. What is um, now? Is this uh, is this? Uh, y- how many times do you travel for these events every year? I th- it, I just isn't it more than once a year that you do these types of big uh, tournaments? Yeah, there's there's a major event four times a year, so I'll travel four times for events this year. This is one of those, right? Yeah, yeah. This is the first event of the season. This one's in Florida. The next event's in Philadelphia. The next event is in Chicago. And then the last event, we come back to Florida. Okay. Um, do you know who you are t- playing until you – is it like you have to draw when you get there? Uh, we uh, On the way down, one of my teammates posted the schedule. The schedule had just come out. Um, so we had an idea based on ranking of who the four uh, prelim matches would be, but it wasn't final until the schedule came out. Now it's official. Do you guys have nicknames on the paintball team? Do you have like code names that you use? No, that's that's um, that's real bush league. What? Uh, when, in fact, when we started, there was that, but that's more of a um, I'm playing war with my friends in the woods type thing. What? Wait, why is it bush league? Why isn't okay, it? Okay, think of it this way. Remember the XFL? Yeah. Remember when they did the nickname thing and he had that running back, that Rod Smart, he had he hate me on the back of his jersey? Yes. Okay, so, I mean, that's it's like tongue-in-cheek kind of <laughs> funny, but, you know, I don't want to be known as Terminator on the field. You know what I mean? Okay, you're just too old for that. Maybe. Maybe I'm. Maybe there's a level of maturity where I feel like that's below me now. I don't know. All right, fair enough. Okay, well, uh, good luck to you guys. And, uh, yeah. You. Hopefully you hey, do two well. two more things. Two more things. Yeah. Two more things while we're talking. I'm going to do a women's league um, with the same equipment that we use for the kids' league to get them started. We've done a women's league in the past, and usually in week one, it's six girlfriends and wives of regular players that play. And then in week two, it's four of them that come back. And in week three, it's two of them, and then they don't do it anymore. And it, we've always done it with traditional equipment. So the girls like it, but they, they, they come to find out that they'd rather drink wine than come get shot. So we're going to instead – do low impact and then hopefully that will get some girls hooked on it and really enjoy the adrenaline and, and extreme sport aspect of it and then we're going to add um different tiers just like in you know anything else so we're going to be low impact for the very beginner girls and if they like it if they feel like that that's not so bad they can move up to traditional paintball and then we'll have another tier which will basically be you know like tournament level almost because we do have some tournament level girl players uh-huh. so we're going to start that in a couple weeks on thursdays um, and I, I haven't built a flyer yet, but I will, and it will be like on our social media channels and whatnot. Okay. Um, can they? Can we have like wine tasting along with it? You know, I used to do the whole if you bachelor parties are drinking beer in my parking lot, I don't care. And then one asshole, we had to send to jail one holiday weekend about ten years ago. And since then, I got to be like, you know, one bad apple ruined it for everybody. <laughs> I can't have it anymore because it was such a problem. Okay. So now I got to be like, yeah, if you're I know you're drinking. I can't have it at my facility. Uh-huh. I used to like to turn the other cheek, but I just can't do it anymore. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Um, 
All right. Very good. Very good. I uh, that's that's good news. Good to hear that that that's uh, that's on the horizon. I'm looking forward to talking about it. Yeah, I'll send you some details so you can uh, you can do some you know some ad copy type things. You know oh I mean? yeah, sure. All that copy shit. All the lingo. I'm down. All right, buddy. All right, thank you. I good luck. You good luck. See ya. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. That is uh, Rick from TC Paintball. Uh, Aram says, "Why wouldn't you choose the lower impact?" I don't know. Still fun though. Hang on, I got my sciatica's acting up. Uh, I talked to Matt Hubbard, Zaniac Matt. He said I have to stretch, which this is not exactly stretching. I'm just kind of like flexing my leg right here, my hip, <sighs> trying to get some immediate relief. But I did. This is what happened yesterday. So I'm on the treadmill, and it was an easy two miles. No big deal. Slow pace. Uh, recovery day, because the day before was hard. Mile repeats. So yesterday, it was just take it easy. But my freaking uh, sciatica was tight as shit. Matt said, stretch it. He goes, I've had to endure that too. Stretch it like you wouldn't believe. So I did. After I got, uh, I ran for two miles, uh, I stretched the hell. You know, like touching your toes, and uh, even I was hanging on to dumbbells, almost like stiff leg deadlifts, and uh, man, did that work, and I put fair amount of time into it, like 10 minutes of stretching the shit out of that thing, and I had immediate relief, And but I don't want to sit there and stretch right now because doing that, what I just did, putting my leg up, gives me some relief too, but I owe myself a serious stretching uh, regiment in order to get some type of relief. It's just, I'm getting old. That's what it is. I'm just getting old for God's sake. So I'll explain that to buyers. Hey, what's going on, Eric? I see. Uh, and then after he tells me that my cholesterol is 150 and, uh, my triglycerides are high and he's going to put me on medication and I'm fat as fuck. I'm just going to forget about it. I'm not even going to tell him that I've got anything wrong with me. Uh, Nick says, you got to start doing yoga. I love yoga. Yoga is fantastic. Oh, God. What a... That is tough. I've I've showed you some of my yoga moves before. I have done yoga. I did the P90X yoga. That was not easy. Yoga X. Uh, Kyler says, yeah, you stretch when you reach for the sugar cereal. That's it. Yeah. You know what? You should talk. And furthermore, I have been absolutely steadfast in my, uh, so far Lenten promise. True. I eat everything else like crazy. Uh, but, uh, no, I haven't been eating any sugar. I'm fine, man. I'm doing great. You can stick it. You bitch titted asshole. All right. Dear Meathead, in 10 minutes, I want to share with you um, this bit of hilarity and stupidity. A couple dudes at a Target decided to um, do something known as the Mannequin Challenge. And uh, one dude 
gets in one of those, I forget what they're called, morph suits or whatever. And, and uh, he looks just like a fucking target mannequin. And there's, it's in the kids section. There's a little uh, styrofoam white kid mannequin with the hat on showing the uh, clothes. And some dude gets in the morph suit and looks just like one of the mannequins. And he's sitting still. And his buddy is across the way shooting the video. Well, the crazy thing that happens is some little kid tries to sit on the dude, on the mannequin, sit on the mannequin. Now, the kid has no idea it's actually a dude. All right. Uh, Let's pick this up. I think. That's not good. Okay, this is it. Aha. All right, so um, this lady right here that you'll see, that's the mom. This is the dude seated right here. See how much he looks just like the little kid mannequin. And you can see the kid behind mom here. She's just going to go and sit. Now, there's another kid in the family. He's not involved in this, and a dad. The dad gets the joke and laughs at it. So the kid sits on, um, and then uh, the kid gets scared and embarrassed, and then this happens. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Kaden. Oh, that's rude. Oh. We filming, we filming uh, videos. We ain't doing the wrong. You can't just sit on mannequins like that. <laughs> okay. All right, you saw that. Did you sit on him? No, nah, she didn't sit on me. Let's go. Huh? Come on. Let's what go. you mean? Oh, you gotta leave. I didn't even do nothing with my cousin. <laughs> Come on. She laughs. Man. Come on. Sit with my cousin. Okay. I will. Okay. Um, so, how about this mom? Oh, that's rude. I don't know if this is an appropriate response by this mother. Talk about a humorless bitch. I mean, seriously. Whoa, whoa. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's rude. Oh, that's rude. Now watch this. Look at her. Look at that face. That's a, that's a, oh boy. video. Fuck y'all. Holy shit. Miranda writes, ah, she trying to play victim, I see. Voxy says she acted so dramatic. Uh, why would she, and then the, uh, referring to the kid, why would she try and do that? Anyways, about kids, who knows? You know, it's not like, uh, I mean, if the guy in the morph suit uh, were sick fuck Dean, then I would see this mom having a problem because uh, the, the Dean would probably try to pick the kid up like a bowling ball. So that would be weird. <laughs> we didn't do nothing wrong. I, I, I like the dude. We didn't do nothing wrong. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, that's rude. Oh. We're filming, we're uh, filming we videos. For that. Oh. We, we didn't do nothing wrong. You can't just sit on mannequins like that. Did you sit on him? Nah, she didn't sit on me. Let's go. Huh? Come on. Let's what go. you mean? I sit with my cousin. Oh, you gotta leave. I didn't even do nothing with my cousin. Come on. Man. I think she's sweet on him. She loved that joke. 
He made her laugh. I bet you she had sex with him later. Okay, so that was awesome. I love that. I didn't like her, though. Josh says, isn't that the default look of a mother of two at a Target? Jason says, Karens of Target.com. How could she possibly get offended by that? What an asshole. uh, Nick says, I hope Kyle doesn't see this video. Last thing we need is pedicyles pulling off clever stunts. Oh, without a doubt. Karen's resting bitch face. Wow. There you go. I thought that was awesome. What you mean? I'm just sitting here with my cousin. All right. We got a few minutes. Um, hmm. No, I don't want to risk it. I, I don't have enough mi- uh, time to get into the don't say gay in Florida. There's a caveat to don't say gay that I didn't know about that makes me, um, I actually have to support this. Okay. And it's not don't say gay. It's there's, there's so much to this that needs to be explained and people who don't, didn't actually read what the fuck is going on here. Um, you need to before you decide to indict um, the Republicans who made this possible. This is this makes sense. This makes a lot of sense, in my opinion. And um, so I actually support it. I know that sounds weird because you guys think that I'm woke and liberal as fuck. But as you know, I uh, I go many directions on these things. And I wouldn't support this bill. I mean, I and I would support this bill if this were in Michigan. I would absolutely support this bill. And um, you know, it's, Eric, you're becoming a hate monger. You hate now, now you fucking dummy. Come on, I'll explain what this is all about after we get my father in here for Dear Meathead, who, um. This, this has been the scenario the past few weeks because my brother Jim, my older brother Jim, World Book Jim, lost his job. He was fired. And um, they, like, uh, compensated him for six months. So that's great. I go, oh, boy, man, I wish I had that. I and mean, when I got fired from BBL, I got my last paycheck. Um, and... Uh, so then he's like worrying if he'll get work, you know, and one month goes by and he gets a job and he's, uh, got an even better job now in his, uh, uh, in his, uh, industry that he works in. And, uh, so that's awesome. Now he intentionally did not tell my dad and I didn't say anything because that's not my place, but he intentionally did not tell my dad because my dad worries. So my brother he probably, I bet you he won't do this again. He probably just shouldn't have said anything to my dad. But in the course of a conversation after he got his new job, he told my dad that he lost his job and then got a better job. So essentially he's double dipping for five months. Okay. 
That's the way to do it. He basically took a month off and then got the new job. Great. All is well. Everything's fine. Not a reason in the world to worry. So he explains that to my dad, but that does not compute. I get a phone call. Did you not hear that Jimmy lost his job? I go, I did. But, you know, he got another job. Oh, I know. But I can't, I feel so bad he lost his job. I go, right. But he's, uh, he's fine. I mean, he's actually in a better spot now. It's helped him. And he's, it's not registering. So he expresses how concerned he is. And I go, okay, if you had just found out that he lost his job and did not have another job, then yes. But, you know, Dad, uh, it's, it's good. He's got, a, he's got a job. Why didn't he tell me? I go, well, he didn't want to worry you, and he just wanted to keep it, you know, close to the vest. No big deal. So then uh, the next day happens. Phone rings. Pick it up. Did you hear that Jimmy lost his job? I have this exact same conversation with him. That day ends. The next day. The, I'm t- telling you, three days in a row, I had the same conversation with, with my sweet father. Uh, extreme worry and forgetful. Short-term memory shot. Oh, my God. Um, so that's why whenever he stops down and says, hey, I want to tell the audience something, and he does that nearly every week to tell you how much he loves you, he does not remember that he, t- he told you it a week earlier. It doesn't compute. It does not uh, register with him. Okay. Bennett Flooring Installation is doing something amazing, and I want you to reach out to me. Uh, either nominate yourself or someone you know for a flooring installation to be the next recipient of the great flooring giveaway with Bennett Flooring Installation. Um, you may have done this in the past for the previous great flooring giveaways. I don't have the emails anymore because I deleted all my email. Resend, please. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Explain to me why getting new flooring in your home would make a huge impact on your life. Um, for a lot of these, in um, the two that we've done prior, um, you have scenarios where um, families are having difficulty. And um, this is just one less thing to worry about. Can you imagine if like, oh, well, there's no way I'm going to get the floor fixed because I've got all these other things going on. It's, it's just not going to happen. Suddenly that's immediately taken care of and uh, and put to bed. That's awesome. Thank you, Bennett Flooring Installation, Jacob and Jason doing amazing things. Uh, send me an email, eric at ericzaincho.com, if you want to express to me and tell me why this would change things for you in your home. Or if you want to nominate somebody, you can do that too. I've gotten a number of them. A number have come in. And as we get closer to Easter, this is the Easter Great Flooring Giveaway. Uh, well, i got to kind of pick one. And I, I hate that, but um, I'm going to do my best. And I actually get help from the Queen of the Forest and the NFK. We all read them, and then we kind of have a meeting and form a consensus about what we want to do. Eric at ericzainshow.com. You can call them for your own um, flooring install, 616-318-0167. Call or text. Mention me. Uh, half of the work you can do yourself, removing the old stuff and getting the room ready and buying the new stuff. When you do buy the new stuff, buy it from Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. March is a big sale. 
Forget the Eric Zane savings discount. I still want you to say my name when you go in there because it's important that they know that uh, they, uh, you heard about them from me. But when you go in there, you're going to see different colored tags on various vinyl planks, carpeting, tile, laminates, whatever it may be. The blue tags, you'll save 20% off the already discounted uh, price. Green, 30%. Red, 40%. They need to make room because they've got new flooring coming in from the manufacturers. They have this gigantic discount outlet uh, in Granville, Michigan, behind Little Caesars. Giant, ugly building, little red sign. Johnson's Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet behind Little Caesars. Mention me, mention me, mention me, please. And, and they have an Armenian working in the warehouse, so that's awesome. Well, it does the work of 10 men. It's about five foot two. <sighs> All right, let's bring him in, Dad. Brought to you by JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. Well, hello, sir. Hi, Dad. Good morning. Good morning, son. How are you? N- never better. Never better. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's good. We're doing okay. How is uh, Joanne doing? Doing well. Sitting right next to me. That's good. Now, Dad, I spoke with you yesterday, and yes, in, in just over a week is uh, is birthday week for you. Okay. Well, you guys are making a big deal out of this, you know? Yeah, and I know you don't like that. You don't like it when people, like, uh, visit with you on your birthday. You you think that it's like... Uh, no, I don't like them to do over me, you know. You mean, like, uh, go out of our way to celebrate your birthday? Yeah. Uh, who who doesn't it, like birthdays? I mean, uh, hey, you know, it's another day. Oh no! It's a birthday party. You get you get one okay. you get one a year. This is your eighty eighth birthday. <laughs> God bless you, honey. That's a that's a big day, you know. Well, it's another day. No, come on now. Um, yeah. Um, I actually I, I I've been going back and forth about doing some type of little video. Um, when we get together. Now I'm starting to think I'd like to do that. I, th- I think au- uh, the audience would love to see you with like a party hat on blowing out the candles, Dad. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, well, well it's, your, it's your show. Yeah. Well, that'll be on Saturday. Uh, that is uh, March 19th. Okay, well. I'll have my secretary mark it down. Yeah, what's well, going to be over at uh, Mike and Liz's house? Yeah, she says she's got it marked down. Okay, Mike's going to be making the corned beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're good to go. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Okay. Hey, you know whose birthday it is today, don't you? No. <laughs> Diana. Yeah. Joanne said yes, but I didn't remember that at all. <laughs> That's okay. That is okay. So it's her. Gonna, I guess we're going to have to call her for sure. Oh yeah, she gets home, um, probably about four o'clock. All right, you know what? I can call you if you want. Oh, we'll call her at four o'clock. Yeah, we like to sing happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. We, we we have great voices for singing. Okay, I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love you, honey. I love you too. I love you too. Yeah. 
Well, uh, everybody's excited about you being back on the show. We have another uh, uh, series of questions that uh, people have sent along. Not a, Yeah, there they are. There's, there's a whole bunch of them. All right. All right. We're, we're ready to talk. I hope I can make common sense. Yes. Okay. In fact, uh, going with the birthday theme, um, how about this one, Dad? Dear Meathead, do you and your family do birthday spankings? No. Uh, he and then he followed up. If if so, have you ever given your daughter-in-law Diana a birthday spanking? Which is kind of a weird question. And yeah, the answer is no. Yeah, no. I know it. What a what a, a dumb question that is. I mean, seriously. What is, that, is that is that a thing they do? They spank you so many times for your birthday numbers. Now I have heard of that, but it sounds terrible. I wouldn't want anything to do with that. I mean, if you were 50 years old, are you going to get spanked? Yeah, I guess you get spanked 50 times. So would I you... Would take your gun and shoot them before they start. Yeah, well, that's... Uh, yeah, it'd be 88 spankings for you. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be horrible. I'd be black and blue. And oh, that would be way weird. I wouldn't like it at all. Okay. Well, tell that uh, audience, uh, well, I'm telling them that I've never heard of that, and I, I kind of, I don't know. Yeah, that's I think a, it's kind of a foolish thing. It is. When the, when the person is like two years old and six years old, it's done and over with, but uh, carry it on. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? it sounds a little creepy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little creepy. Yeah, let me take my drawers down and uh, you yeah, spank Yeah, spank my, that's weird. <laughs> Well, this well, this guy who wrote it, that kid, that kid never want to live. The guy who uh, who wrote it, he lives in Houghton Lake, so you know he's got a thousand yard stare to begin with. Oh my god! Yeah, no, that's a it's a poor thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not kissing him ten times or twenty times. <laughs> that's even worse. That's even worse. Yeah. Well. All right. Tom writes. Uh, hey, hey, guy. Uh, he says, Governor Whitmer is a source of controversy for a lot of people in Michigan. Yes, I've heard. And then he says, what do you think of her? I really didn't give him much thought of that from day one when he was elected. It's a her. I mean, her. Yeah, it's a, it's a she, no. Dad. It's a uh, girl. She, she, it's a lady. I, I, just, I just cannot picture her as a leader of my state. Really? How come? I don't know. I just have no connection. I like her. Joanne likes her. Oh, I like I, her I too. She all. was uh, she was really uh, uh, aggressive during COVID, you know. Um, and I she was very active. Yeah, I thought I thought that was awesome. What What did you think? The what? She, I thought it was awesome how aggressive oh, she yeah. was. Well, that, that was good. You know. Not afraid of public opinion. No, no, she does. She's not afraid of that. Well, I was actually, the American people are something else. Uh, for instance, weren't they supposed to be kidnapping her or something? Yes. In fact, that trial uh, gets underway today for those dummies who uh, who are accused of doing that. And it, it takes place here in uh, federal court in Grand Rapids. I mean, in this country, I don't understand it. People don't like you. Somebody, they shoot them. They right. don't like them. They do some damage. Uh, but what is it? I don't know. Um, it's... It's uh, homegrown terrorism is what it is. Oh, man. It's awful. And those guys are going to go to prison for a long, long time, and they should. 
You know, my neighbor and I, a long time ago, we had a falling out, have a conversational falling out. And it, uh, and we talked to each other and all that. After a while, I said, my God, there's a guy, there's a nice guy. He, he really is a nice guy. Yeah. Why would I go that route? You know, I went out there and knocked on the door and said, listen, I'm really so sorry about how I acted about that. I right. want to be your friend. I want to be your neighbor. Yeah. Don't let it go. Yeah, I am waiting for that same type of thing to happen to me from various former show listeners. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, I don't know what else you do. You should do a lot of right things uh, with me. Yeah, of course. Of course. Well, anyway, Dad, this guy also writes... Uh, that he thinks that Governor Whitmer is a stone-cold fox. Now, I know you only have eyes for the lovely and talented Joanne. but uh, Absolutely correct. Uh, do you think that Governor Whitmer is a stone-cold fox? I'm going to be very honest with you. I really don't remember what she looked like. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. All right. I mean, that's an honest feeling. No, no, that, that's fine. That's fine. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe the, you'll you'll be able to see in the next press conference. Uh, I heard her name several times in the last couple of days. Okay, there you go. You know, but I know who she is. Well, yeah, and, and you knew if that. If I saw her in the street, I don't think I'd recognize and her. And you knew that those guys wanted to kidnap her too. So I mean, yes, now that yes, you don't know, yes. I mean, this is this is a part of this country that I cannot tolerate. Yeah. Uh, all right, Aram, your pal Aram writes. Yes, Aram. Yes. He says, a very fine morning to you, sir. I have a friend who complains about people in his house are not following his rules for using the microwave. Then, at his job, he doesn't like the rules that management put in place for using the microwave. So, it sounds like he wants to have special privileges. You know, uh, like at his house, he wants uh, certain thing rules on the microwave, like keep it clean and uh and, and clear the time but at work he doesn't like that what do you think meathead well rules are rules rules are made by people right yeah okay now somebody owns something and is allowing other people to use it as well he would like to the person respect that product that they're using Keep it like it's yours. Yeah. You keep it clean and all that. No, I, I don't I don't blame that person that uh, wants that uh, situation be taken care of properly. Okay, so I think what his uh, point I think was that's wrong. If you 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 got something, you use it, and you messed it up, or uh, even if you didn't mess it up, if it requires cleaning, clean it up and put it back in. Fair you enough. You get to use it again. That, that the owner of that supposedly just discontinue that program takes everything out of there you don't make coffee okay how would you like that buddy fair yeah. enough uh andrea writes dear meathead what is your favorite kind of cookie love you guy wait a minute Joanne. what is that <laughs> uh joanne says raisin oatmeal well what <laughs> okay you like raisin oatmeal cookies i love those too dad yeah, I do. I can eat a ton of that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, at, maybe at the birthday party, Dad. Hey, I'm not trying to cut it out. I mean, I mean, I uh, don't want to gain any weight. No, no. Well, I mean, hey, have I you do. ever thought about lifting weights a little bit? Like lifting some weights? 
No, I don't want it to work out. Well, no. yeah, but I mean, uh, typically when people get on in years, get into the, you know, your stage of life, their their uh, muscles fade. It's important that you keep strength, you know? I'm strong. I really am. You don't want to do any, any dumbbell presses over your head or anything? No. No, nothing like that? Not overweight. I'm not underweight. I'm just right. Okay. And uh, I've done so much dumbbell lifting in my life that I'm sick of it. <laughs> yeah, and if, if Joanne has to... a bodybuilder. If Joanne has to pick you up off the ground, she's picking up a dumbbell herself. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, Dad, I'm going back and looking at my notes of things you've said since we started. And uh, the comment that's standing out is, rules are made by people. Yes. Yes. Well. Yeah. Uh, Brian has a question. He writes, good morning, Meathead. Actually, he needs some advice. Uh, I was at the urinal, and I accidentally caught my uh, uh, my ding-dong in my zipper. He, oh boy. His, oh boy. He says, do you have any secret remedies to help it heal up fast? Thanks, Meathead. Thank you. Oh, Signed, man, Brian. That's painful. <laughs> uh, no, I really don't have any, except you just keep it clean and put medication on it. Uh, and uh, Joanne just asked, didn't have shorts on? Well, I don't know what happened or how. Maybe not. Maybe he was going cowboy. Um, but... <laughs> I, I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> You're funny. Oh man, hey, that's a terrible thing. That really is. Yeah. Well, now now that's he's a very sensitive. Area. Yeah, his ding dong got stuck in there. Now he had to. It's like that's just terrible. Um. It, so what should he do? Is there any like uh, cure or a thing to help? Does he put a band aid on his pee pee? Uh, I think he should see a doctor. See a doctor. Okay. I really think. Um, I can easily get infected. What is it, Joanne? Neosporin. Joanne says put on Neosporin. Gotcha. Anti-bacteria. Yeah. Okay. All right. This next question I have is from Melinda, who has a problem with um, some of the landscaping in front of her house. And she writes, Dear Meathead, I have a massive bush. And then uh, she says, this bush is so big. People comment about the bush when they come to my house and tell me how big it is. This thing has so many branches. It's so big. It stands out when I look at my house. And when I look on my doorbell camera, all I can see, uh, I'd like to be able to see my mailbox. I'd like to remove the bush altogether. My friends say trim it down a lot instead of removing it. But all I have are small hedge trimmers. They cannot handle this big bush. What equipment do I really need to really prune down this huge bush? Sign Melinda. P.S. P.S. It's a holly bush. Wow, Melinda. Well, you you've actually given one one definite good uh, uh, idea is to take it down completely. Is that in the front of the house? Yeah, I think it's right in the front, right in the Mons. All right. No bush should be in front of your house, really. Yeah. Uh, unless it's a tiny little miniature uh, thing that you can uh, trim it with uh, a little yeah. cutting and all that. Uh, that, that. That You should have visibility to the street. 
And uh, when people have voices like that, that they're really looking for trouble, and that is a trouble for you. Yeah, I think it is. She, she seems uh, to be the type I that would. I think you should have it. Uh, of course, it costs money. If you don't want to uh, spend any money, uh, keep cutting it down, cutting it down till it's down to a level of the ground. Yeah. Then dig around it and put some uh, uh, acid. Dig around it with, and then put acid? Well, the, the, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. There's a whole bush. Okay. That- there'd be no whole bush. It'd be all cut. Okay. Gotcha. There's branches, branches, branches. You get rid of it. And now you're level to the ground. And then uh, if you have some kind of an equipment that you can put crisscross cuts on it, on top of it, and then uh, pour some acid on top of that, uh-huh. it'll kill the tree as it goes. Okay. All right. Um, she asked. Uh, she, Some kind of acid that would uh, not harm anything else. Right. But uh, where the, you know, when you end up with a bush level to the ground. Yeah. There's a rip like. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. She, she also adds P.S. Should I do it in the shower? And I'm not sure what she means by that. What? Yeah. What if we do it in the shower? I don't know. I think it might be a typo or something. Oh. Yeah, I'm not sure what well, that don't means. Do it in the shower, no, don't do it, do it in the shower. You got to do it in the front. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if she, if we're talking about the same thing here. Well, when you take that whole bush and cut it down, it's a level to the ground. Okay. Okay. Uh, you got the, the stump. Oh yes, yes. All right. And, and now you- I have equipment that, for instance, has got a saw on it, and you keep. Cross, yeah. Cross, cross cuts. Left, right, left, right. It, it, it's all kinds of chunks that come yeah. out of there. Well, you might har- harm the clams if you do that. I mean, you got to be careful. Well, you take it, that's like a, the bush is like a tree. Yeah, it's big and unkempt. Yeah. The it, bottom of it has got a huge stump. Uh huh. So then once you get rid of that, you should You're be cutting that all apart. Yep, yep. Yeah. You can pour some acid in this. There's chemicals out there in the street and uh, stores that you can pour it in that area that he cut. She cuts. Yes. Okay. Just pour all around it. It'll kill that thing. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So I think that that should help you, Melinda. That I is, hope uh, so. yeah. Okay. How about this? Um, dear Meathead, all of my friends are depressed. How can I help them out? Hmm. What are they depressed about? Don't you know? It doesn't say. He just says that all of his friends are depressed, and he wants to cheer them up. Do you have any things that he could do that might make them happy? (laughs) Well, if I go back to my ages, you have a party with a lot of beer. Yeah, you have a party. Why, Why not, you know? But then again, that's all a temporary fix. Okay, but that home with a hangover. Yes. Three days later, they're normal and back to depression. Okay. Well, uh, really, they really. I don't see. Well, first of all, you got to know what they're depressed about. You think that matters? Yeah. Then you can give the appropriate advice depending on what the reason of depression is. yeah, well, yeah, who knows? I think it's because of COVID, which is Maybe, true. maybe COVID, the war, things like that. What about uh, just uh, doing something that's 
um, fun. Like maybe, I don't know, go for a bike ride, uh, go bowling, um, uh, play paintball, uh, uh, melt some snow in the driveway. Well, just do what you want. They can change what they're themselves all the time. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, change yeah. change their outlook, I guess. Uh, I'm dumbfounded on that. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you do to I get... I know what I would have done. So, yeah, what? I mean, if you are if you got the blues, Dad, what are you going to do to snap out of it? Maybe, I have to get busy with something. Right, like go and make a picture frame and cut your fingers off. Do anything, right. So... Uh, we'll dig a hole somewhere. Yeah, <clears throat> dig a hole. I you mean see. that. That's just the way the, uh, I am. <laughs> are I there? Uh, yeah. Are there holes all over your backyard? <laughs> no, we. Yeah. Our, our backyard is watched over. Yeah. When the, something is coming up to be a problem, gets taken care of right away. You. Yeah, I know. You. You pick up the leaves. You melt the snow. Yeah. You know what I should? What you should do this year is you should rip out your driveway and put a new one in. Why? Well, because, you know, to keep yourself from being depressed. That, that concrete is beautiful. Well, I know, but uh, that's something to do. I know you're always looking for something oh, no, to do. I can't, I can't. Hey, I don't have equipment or anything. I know. Well, hell, like. you would just use a... You would just <laughs> use a... you kidding me. No, you'd just use a hammer and a rake. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, let's see. Um, Jimmy in Portland, Maine says... Uh, dear Meathead, I'm coming to Michigan in July. What is the best seafood to buy from the Great Lakes, in your opinion? I need to go to the Kiyo here for food. What do you think, Joanne? I love lobster, but that don't come. Yeah. No. Well, doesn't Mike uh, fish walleye and perch? Oh, yeah. He does fish 24-7. I think Well, the- Joanne's comment was... Uh, uh, get lobster yeah that's uh, not gonna work that's very pricey that's yeah that's not and from that's the lakes it's from, from the ocean either i think walleye is good walleye is is uh absolutely fantastic and yes. uh i think that if if it's in season you'll have a better time with that too and i don't even know when it's in season but anyway My son-in-law Mike, like he catches them brings them home he freezes it, it. later on either yep yep freezes it salmon salmon is fantastic in michigan um so yeah, I think anything, any of those perch, walleye, salmon, uh, especially the walleye, in my sure. opinion, is probably the greatest the fish in the world. One comment I want to make about this thing: when you catch fish, I don't, I really never knew what people did when they catch the fish, but yeah, you should clean and eat it. Uh, some people just throw it away. I think. Wait a minute! Did you just say when you catch fish, you don't know what people did with it? You should clean it and eat it. I'm going to clean it and eat it. Cook it. Well, what do you think they're going to do with it? Put it in a bottle? Because they, some of them don't. Uh, I'll catch and, uh, catch and release. Oh, oh, okay. What the hell is that? Well, yeah, um, that, that I think they're just doing that for the sport of it. So it's kind of like it. it uh, they, they reel the fish in and then they let it go. Yeah, in the meanwhile, you put a hook on a guy's neck. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> Which may not survive. You're talking about the fish? Yeah. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. So if you're going to catch it, eat it. Yeah, take it off, clean it, eat it, or yes. give it to some other people that will eat it. So you're saying like if you're going to catch fish, only catch fish. Only fish if you're going to use it for food. You can't, yes. like for sport, let it go. Hey, 
catch and release. I don't understand the fun. I do not understand the fun in that. I don't either. If I catch a fish, I want to eat it. I don't like fishing that much because, A, I hooked my finger last time I did it uh, (laughs) over at Bright Lake, uh, Glory Lake, and uh, I haven't fished since, and I hate, I feel bad for the fish. (laughs) Of course. Yeah, I am. I don't like that. I now, if someone else catches it and cleans it, then I'm then I'm okay with it. Yes, you're right. You and I I are the same. Yeah, you and I are the same. Period. This is what I feel. I feel that people who actually fish are crazy, uh, and they're and I don't like that. And uh, fishing should be abolished, except it tastes so good that it shouldn't be abolished. You know, does that make sense? Well, it does. I like the fact that other people catch it, put them in a store, I go buy it and Yeah, eat it. that I can live with. I just don't want to, I just I just hate catching it myself. It just makes me feel no, too bad. I, first of all, I don't like to stand there an no. hour and a half just no. to catch two fish. No, it's, it's, it's terrible when you have ADHD like you and I do. <laughs> Absolutely, son, you got it. Yeah, um, Cole writes this. Cole from Colorado Springs, Colorado says, Dear Meathead, do you like fighting in hockey? Uh, well, it's it's really part of the game. It shouldn't be. But it shouldn't be, because people do get hurt. But uh, they're, they're tough on each other. I mean, no, I, I can't really make a comment on that, because, uh, you know, they hit each other so hard. Right, uh, right. They, like, if I was uh, one of the players and somebody... Bang me the way they do it. I'd really take that club at them. What? <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll uh, retaliate. Well, uh, you know, I think that if you ask the players, they would uh, they they would prefer it to be in the in the game. I well, think, yeah, during the game, you and, know, in well, the game. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I'm not talking about like outside the the arena. I'm talking. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I know that we talk about during the game. Right, and I, I think the players support fighting, I think. Uh, actually, hockey is a rough game. People, uh, they really uh, like to hurt each other. What's crazy is uh, in other sports, if there's any type of uh, uh, altercation like that, they act like it's the end of the world. But in hockey, if you get in a fist fight, you got to sit down for five minutes and then you're back sure. in the game. Now, listen, when I was growing up, I actually played in a – at age about 15, I played soccer in the national team of Iran. Oh, wow. Okay, Did yeah. You know that? I think I remember you telling me about okay. that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the biggest weapon that I had was I used to have a little pin on the side of my uh, uniform. Yeah, I remember you. Uh, you would. Uh, you, I think you described it as you would stab people during the game. I, I chased him. If, if I'm losing him, I'm trying to catch up with that needle. It stick him in his butt. That, you know, on the side of his butt. That is it. And an... he definitely loses control, and I get the ball and go. How uh, were you ever caught doing that? Never caught. You mean it didn't Never look? Caught. The it guys w- didn't know what hit him. These because must... once I do, I get rid of that. Needle. Yeah. Uh, you it wasn't th- a needle. It was a safety pin. You would think that the refs might notice something. No, uh, I knew it. Man, the way. I, was just, I was a cat's meow, let me tell you. The way the guys reached for his butt. Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. 
Uh, Dad, that's always fantastic to hear. It's a it's a funny story to be sure. Uh, all right. Well, hey, I'm out of I'm out of questions, Dad. This has been a loaded one. That's great. Yeah, it's been great as always. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I will talk to you later today when you sing Happy Birthday to Diana. Okie dokie. Okay. And, uh, and be looking forward to seeing you. Indeed. I love you guys. I love you too, honey. Okay. Joanne loves you too. Okay. Have a good one. Yes, audience. I love you all. They love you too, Dad. Bye. Okay. See ya. There you go. Uh, Melinda and the Bush question pretty much stole the show. Oh my God. Hilarious. Well done. Good job to everyone. Uh, even Adam with his weirdo. Do you ever want to spank Diana question or whatever the hell it was? You're all great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, bluegill. That's right. I forgot about bluegill. Oh, God. Those taste great, too. Dennis says he's got a freezer full of bluegill. Uh, Nick says, I enjoy hockey, especially Griffin's hockey, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't rooting for CTE during every game, not for my team, but the other team. Meathead, just admit it. You've got a bloodlust. All right. All sorts of various Bush questions and discussions about that. Excellent. Thank you so much. I appreciate uh, you guys uh, for being part of Dear Meathead brought to you by JM Synthetics. All right. We have a meeting coming up. We will get together on Monday uh, at Bosco's Pub. And I uh, I don't have a... Um, special event on Zaniacs United. I wasn't able to do that. I don't know if any in the crew was able to do that. I don't, uh, it's kind of been out of sight, out of mind for me since I'm uh, not allowed to participate on Facebook for uh, another day and a half. Uh, but, uh, I'm anxious to find out who all is coming to our Bosco's pub event coming up on Monday at 6 PM. We'll hang out for an hour or two, having some drinks, having some food, Hanging out at Bosco's Pub in beautiful Hudsonville, Michigan. It's a chance to just get together and hang out. I would love to see you guys there uh, as we meet, uh, I don't know, every six weeks or so. Thank you so much to the Zaniacs for helping put this together as they did last time. And uh, looking forward to seeing you guys there. That'll be fun, as, as it always is. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Uh, they are part of... Terra Square, and uh, if you want to visit them for lunch or dinner, they open up Wednesday through Saturday. Uh, they open up at 11, uh, 11.30, Monday through Saturday. Close whenever they close, whenever you go home. And then uh, on Monday and Tuesday, they open up at uh, 4 p.m. Bosco's Pub's quaint little place. Fun. The drinks are stiff. No Russian vodka and great burgers. Wonderful food at Bosco's Pub. They do an awesome, awesome job. And you're supporting a local sponsor. So in addition to the party that we're having on March 14th, go anytime with your family and enjoy a uh, burger and beer. Tag accounting. Uh, the tax hobbit still taking people. Uh, plenty of time for you to reach out to the tax hobbit. 616-301-9516. 
uh, for tag accounting. Um, so doesn't matter where you are in the United States. You can have Troy, the tax hobbit, do your taxes for you. Certified public accountant. Uh, his expertise is unmatched. Thank you to the Zaniacs who have reached out in the past and have uh, called upon him for his services. Now, if you are out of state or out of the West Michigan area, uh, all this involves is basically uploading the documents that he requests via the online portal. And then um, he's going to get uh, you together and give you a date and a time that he's going to do your taxes. Have your phone handy, and that's the end of it. Uh, Boyd just had it done that way. Boyd Touche, I believe is how you say it. And uh, it worked out great for him. You can also be in person if you want to actually meet the tax hobbit as he works there at his little tyke's desk in Byron Center. All right. Uh, that's the way I do it. I meet him in person. You can do that. I know Joe Pellerita went there and saw the tax hobbit himself. Uh, he's an absolute legend. You're going to want to get a picture, maybe have him sign and uh, sign something for you. Hard to believe that someone that little uh, dominated the state of Michigan in basketball. 30.6 points a game for that little shit. How? I don't know. I just don't know. Thank you, Tag Accounting. Well, look at this. Uh, the podcast Just Chirpin' now available, as I'm being told, on Apple Podcasts because they teamed up with my friends at Hey Guys Media. That is Jason Teary from Threads Podcast to uh, figure out how to do that. It's about damn time. Now all you got to do is update the website so that you got the little logo on it for the Apple podcast. Uh, you're like, Zane, we've had it with the website comments. Enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to help you. I am just trying to help. Episode 52, the one-year anniversary. Join the boys with this fun-filled episode that marks Just Chirpin's one-year anniversary. The boys cover the State of the Union as well as some current hockey tilts. Uh-oh. So basically, you're going to get uh, an idea as to what they believe in politically. Uh, I wonder what that's going to sound like. Yeah, we got a lot of Guys, to win. Play heads up out there. I mean, let's be smart. Man for man, we're better than any fucking club in the league. Is this from Slapshot? Welcome to episode 52 of Just Trippin'. That's right. We've been at this for a whole year. Can you motherfuckers believe it? Ah. Yeah! Just Trippin'. Welcome to GR Lip. Just Trippin'. Off guard, the hard F you just started. <laughs> just Trippin'. Oh, sorry, I forgot about the parental advisory. Yeah. It seemed a little right. harsh. It did. I you liked got, it. It fired I me up. It. You guys want to redo it? Nope. Or? No. I love how people who play hockey speak. They sound like they're from like Ottawa. Nope. Just come in with a soft F right now. Make it all right. Jay will uh, edit that in post. Nice. No, you won't. 
not gonna <laughs> edit anything. I liked it. You don't edit anything anyway. Hey, welcome to Just Chirpin', where we talk shit and fuck chicks. Yeah. Oh, come on. What the fuck? Oh, I don't feel so bad anymore. Yeah, you're kind of off the hook now. <laughs> All right. We talk uh, shit and fuck number chicks. Number 52, fellas. We made it a whole year without stabbing each other in the I know, I was eye say, with a soldering iron. We are all still sitting here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're all dear friends. Let's focus on the positives. All right, so that's fun. You get the idea. Uh, just Chirpin, wherever you download podcasts, check them out on Apple Podcasts or at their website, Just Chirpin. Dot com J-U-S-T-C-H-I-R-P-I-N. Just chirpin.com. Okay. Oh, boy. Where to next? Okay. Don't say gay is the name of what is what people are calling it who are opposed to this new legislation in Florida. But that's not exactly true. That That makes it sound like well, you can't say gay in the school, and that's not what's going on here, okay? I'm trying to provide a little bit of uh, insight, uh, uh, put your pitchforks away, put your torches away, relax. In my opinion, this is the right thing to do, and, and uh, the devil's in the details here. House Bill 1557, the Parental Rights in Education Bill. When I get to the part that swayed me in this bill, I will then stop and then explain. Uh, Lawmakers in Florida gave final approval Tuesday to this bill that would ban certain instruction about sexual orientation and gender identity in the classroom. Now, right there, I'm like, certain instruction. What is, uh, what what do they mean by instruction? Had this been an issue in the past where they're like instructing you? Instruction means, to me, telling you what to do. Like, if I get instructions with my uh, uh, solder woodworking furniture that I have to assemble every other year, the instruction tells me how to do it. So are they giving you instructions about sexual orientation and gender identity in the classroom? Is that what we're, first of all, does that happen where they give you instruction? So I guess I don't know, but that's what it says says you can no longer have certain instruction about sexual orientation and gender identity in the classroom. Sending the controversial bill to the desk of Ron DeSantis, who said, I'm going to sign it. It's a GOP-controlled Senate. They passed this bill, the Parental Rights and Education Bill, in a 22-17 vote. The state house had approved the bill late last month. Conservatives have argued that the bill is needed in order to give parents greater oversight over what students learn and discuss at school, stressing that LGBTQ-related topics should be left for families to discuss at home. Opponents dubbed it the Don't Say Gay Bill, arguing that um, banning certain instruction about sexual orientation and gender identity 
would negatively impact an already marginalized community. They've pointed to data showing that LGBTQ youth reported lower rates of attempting suicide when they had access to LGBTQ affirming spaces. Now, I'm not exactly sure what that means, but um, does that mean they're talking about instruction and affirming spaces. So uh, what does this imply that a teacher would go up to a person who's suspected of being described like that? And the teacher would then in the past say, boy, you need to be a chick. You're a boy right now, but you need to be a chick because that to me is what I'm hearing from this CNN article, sending the, uh, um, certain instruction about sexual orientation and gender identity. And uh, the data shows that when a young person uh, is has access to LGBTQ affirming spaces, they have a lower risk of suicide. All right. Um, there's, there's more information here before I can start to formulate an opinion or in my mind when I read this, how I formulated my opinion. But I support this bill. The bill's opponents have also decreed a part of the legislation that allows parents to bring civil suits against a school district for any potential violation of its rules, arguing it would open educators up to an endless barrage of litigation. Well, I'm guessing they just follow the rules and you won't. The legislation has drawn scrutiny from Democrats in the state and elsewhere, including uh President Joe Biden, well, we all know it's Kamala Harris, who vowed last month to protect LGBTQ youth from such measures. If signed by DeSantis, a staunch conservative who has a history of supporting anti-LGBTQ measures in the state, the bill would take effect in July. His office declined CNN's request for comment on the Senate's passage Tuesday, instead pointing to remarks he made last week on the legislation. I'm getting, I'm going somewhere with this. Relax. To provide protections for parents, for preschoolers, kindergartners, first graders. What? This bill, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me go back to his quote. To provide protections for parents, for preschoolers, kindergartners, and first graders. I mean, that is something I think most parents would appreciate, DeSantis told reporters. And we send the kids to school, young kids, and we want them to learn the basics. Some of these issues that are just simply not age-appropriate I think parents would want to see protection for that. And then I'm like, well, wait a minute here. What are we talking about here? I've got all sorts of high schoolers outside of, uh, you know, various offices of the government chanting, uh, chanting various things, uh, 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 panning this decision to allow this bill to happen. What is going on here? What is, why is the, govern, the governor talking about preschoolers, kindergartners, and first graders? Am I being led to believe that kids that young are being told to be a girl or be a boy? Is that what they're getting out in front of here? The bill states that classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three. 
or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with the state standards. Herein lies the thing that convinced me this is absolutely appropriate. Why would why would that happen in the first place? Why would anybody talk anything about sexuality to a preschooler through third grade? I remember Mr. Bowen, the gym teacher, was the first guy to tell us about reproductive health in fifth grade. And all we did was laughed our asses off, big spitball, at the film strip showing the uh, animation silhouette of a lady and her reproductive system and uh, and how uh, a baby is made. That was the extent of it. Am I being led to believe that leading up to this bill, preschoolers through third graders were being told that it's okay if you want to be a girl or a boy? Well, fuck yes, I would support this bill. I wouldn't want anybody telling my kid about that. In fact... If I have a child that's preschool to third grade and I'm just kind of paying attention to them and I'm thinking, wow, I might have a kid who's gay. I'm not saying shit to that kid in hoping that, I mean, it's one thing if they're gay, but to me, fuck, you are dealing with a very, very odd set of circumstances, in my opinion, if I have to then facilitate my child changing gender i would be more like hey look i know you're a dude uh and i know you're gay and uh all right great if you're attracted to men fine but you sure you want to cut your dick off for god's sake i mean wouldn't it uh, can't we uh run out this ground ball and let you get through adolescence Uh, you know maybe uh more of an adult before you're even considering something like this. I mean, uh, let alone preschool to third grade. Who the fuck is encouraging a child uh, that is a boy to become a girl and vice versa? This is bullshit. What? I had no idea that that's what this protection was. It was uh, was uh, or what this bill was was doing here. So now schools cannot talk about that type of thing to a very young person. And that's absolutely appropriate. Come on. Jesus. So I don't understand what the big up and I'm as accepting as I have. I am the most accepting, but there, I don't want my kids learning about any type of sexuality at that age. Okay. I don't want them, yeah, you're damn right. I don't want them learning about reproductive health, that preschool, kindergarten event. That's going to happen. It's going to happen from the mom and dad. The schools, you know, they kind of teach you the uh, the basic shit, but uh, like the school isn't going to tell you about the virtues of jacking off or anything like that. I mean, come on. So this is a great bill. Who wouldn't support this bill? Even if you're gay, or transgendered, you should support this bill. This is a great bill. Come on. The reason why all of the gay people and the LGBTQ plus uh, uh, community is pissed off is because it's a fucking crackpot like Ron DeSantis who's going to sign it. True, he's batshit crazy, and so are the Republicans, but... 
They're right about this bill. This is a great bill, in my opinion. Uh, the bill states that classroom instruction, I uh, already, already read that. In addition, in addition to uh, measure, more than a dozen attempts by members of the Florida state to amend the bill on Monday failed despite emotional pleas from some Democrats, including blah, 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 blah. Uh, a, another Republican, uh, Jeff Brandis, offered an amendment that would have broadened the legislation to prohibit all instruction of any sexual uh, topics in an attempt to eliminate concerns from LGBTQ. I actually support that too. That would be a terrific amendment. You can't discuss sex till fifth grade. I mean, that's the way it was when I was a kid. What the fuck? I'm shocked that that's even a thing that young. Um, so that's what Jeff Bar Jeff Brand Brandis tried to do an amendment that would have broadened the legislation to prohibit all instruction of any sexual topics in any attempt to eliminate concerns from LGBTQ advocates that the bill stigmatized members of the community, but that failed. Now, why that failed? I don't know. It shouldn't have. Brandis, along with one other Republican state senator, joined Democrats in voting against the measure on Tuesday. There'll be protests everywhere. So everybody's pissed off now. And all the students finally, uh, they, they've got another reason to walk out and have a big fucking stink. Um, so I, I don't get why this is a problem. During Monday's debate, the bill's Senate sponsor, Republican state Senator Dennis Baxley said he was concerned. The kids are experimenting with sexual orientation. And that was part of his motivation for the legislation. The bill's co-sponsor in the Florida house, Republican state representative Joe Harding previously told CNN that the bill is meant to deter school staff from inquiring, inquiring about a student's gender identity or pronouns without including the parents in the conversation. I don't know about this one. Yeah, I don't think that this is, I think they're making a much bigger deal about this than needs to be made. Maureen says, why is this bill even necessary? Who teaches sex ed to kids that young? Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, When maybe they do. I don't know what they teach in the schools these days. Melinda says it's a problem, Eric, because Tommy, who has two dads, can't go to school and mention his two dads. They will shut Tommy up because kids are too young. I don't know about that. That isn't what it said. It talked about uh, instruction to the LGBTQ students. Kids cannot know how they feel that young. Uh, Amanda says, Adam says, in my opinion, it's child abuse in the same way that parents watching or listening to graphic adult content in front of little kids is child abuse. It was, if I could get away with it, I would kick so many asses. Hmm. Well, there you go. I'll let you kick that one around, but that's how I feel about it. I don't think it's a bad bill at all. You shouldn't be talking about sex with your, with kids that young anyway. Hell, Guy, kids that don't even know uh, about beating off until they're past third grade. Give me a break. This is not a big deal. Absolutely not a big deal. All right. Uh, I talked to you. I mentioned this earlier that the uh, Patriots are on trial right here in West Michigan. 
this uh, uh, federal trial for these pieces of shit that tried to abduct Governor Whitmer. This all starts today. Opening statements today in the federal governor kidnapping trial. Pro- prosecutors charged. Look at these assholes. Look at the looks. Of, of course they're guilty. The guy, this dude is about the only one that I would say might pass for not being a guilty fuck. But, I mean, look at this dude. His, his gauged ears are hanging low like that. Look at and this guy. This is Adam Fox. This is the caveman who was the ringleader of the whole fucking thing. Barry Croft Jr., Adam Fox, and Daniel Harris with making a plan to kidnap Governor Whitmer in 2020. They say the men Look were at her. She's beautiful. The way she handled the COVID-19 pandemic. She's so hot. Brittany Flowers is at the federal courthouse with what we expect lawyers to focus on during their opening statements. Good morning, Brittany. Good morning, Teresa. All four men face charges of conspiracy to kidnap. Now, fuck. Croft, Fox, and Harris are charged with conspiracy. She almost say fuck there. Destruction. Croft and Harris are also charged with possession of an unregistered destruction device. And Harris faces an additional charge of possession of an unregistered short-barreled rifle. Now, yesterday, a jury of 12 jurors and six alternates was, were seated. And that process went quicker than it was initially expected. Questions posed to potential jurors included their thoughts on COVID-19 and how they thought that Governor Whitmer handled it. The judge said the trial could take four to six weeks with if they if i was on that being questioned for that jury oh my god it would take about one minute before they said all right thanks anyway gotta go nope it's not gonna work proceedings running from eight you're excused until around two o'clock each afternoon the defendants will argue that they were entrapped saying the fbi and secret informants roped them into it prosecutors on the other hand will try to use evidence to argue the men would have committed the crime on their own now one key fbi informant told news 8 yesterday that there was no entrapment you can follow along today with ken kolker's live blog on our website with tv.com he'll also provide live reports each day during our Five and six nice. Can't wait. We're now live outside the federal courthouse. Brittany Flowers, News 8. All right. So those Patriots are going to burn. Whoops. Thank you. Enjoy the home show. Um, yeah. Um, there's also those two rats that are ratting them out. Love those rats. These are, these, these are the good type of rats. Getting lesser sentences and ratting them out. Oh, man. This is fantastic. Holy shit. Happened just down the road, uh, one and a half cities over, in the basement of the vacuum repair place. That's where it all started to unfold. What a thing. My God, incredible story. Um, I heard from Michigan gubernatorial candidate uh, Donna Let's Go Brandenburg yesterday. Uh, she heard through her brother, uh, Billy Carter, that your old pal Eric Zane uh, was talking about her on the show. Um, let's see. Meeting the candidates. I haven't talked about this uh, on this show. Meeting the gubernatorial candidates, Michigan. I've, uh, I've talked about this on the uh, Patreon only. But um, Boring Dean's sister is uh, running for governor for looking for the Republican nomination. And uh, this is this is Boring Dean's sister, Donna. 
And I touched on this, that the name Brandenburg is going to do wonders for her because of the Let's Go Brandenburg. Now, I don't know if that is her official slogan, but it's got to be the unofficial slogan because how perfect is that? Let's go Brandenburg. She's running for the Republican nomination for governor and it's let's go Brandenburg. It can't it doesn't get any better than that. Now, full disclosure, as you all know, I am voting for Governor Whitmer as of right now. And I don't see that changing, but it might. I get one vote. And based on how I feel, I will vote uh, as I see fit. Uh, I am not pleased because on her, uh, one of the things she's um, on her election platform, she is calling for election security as one of her top priorities. And I'm of the opinion is that it shouldn't be because election security is fine. She advocates for a forensic audit, which I'm like, ah, we don't need a forensic audit. I'm of the opinion that anybody who's running for governor, this is a political strategist, Eric Zane, telling you this, uh, turn the page. How about we forget worrying about the 2020 election, which was 100% legit. And, you know, come up with ways to make our state great in the future you might be able to get my vote. However, if you're going to go down the road of looking back in the past on all of that bullshit, I'm sorry. I'll interview you. I'll be your friend. I'll tell you you're fantastic. But there is no way in hell I can support that. So, in my opinion, the quicker that leaves, the better chance you have of your old pal Eric Zane endorsing you. However, I like you a lot. So there's that. I'll say this. The rest of these idiots can go fucking pound sand, especially this guy. Look at this one. Austin Chenge. Austin Chenge. He says, this is a black guy. We got to cancel Black History Month. (laughs) What the fuck? Cancel the black guy is saying cancel Black History Month. You asshole. Clayton Bigsby for governor. This dude, James Craig, former top cop in Detroit. I don't know. She's hot. She's got a chance because of that. Perry Johnson, he calls himself a quality guru. Holy shit. No thanks. Not interested in having a man who's 164 years old run the state of Michigan. Uh, insurrectionist Ryan Kelly is uh, uh, from Allendale. When he's not busy trying to uh, 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 suck the dick of Confederate statues, he's uh, uh, storming our capital. Fuck him and fuck off. This guy, I don't know what his deal is, Michael Markey. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He says um, he wants to lower the number of abortions, lower taxes, and improve education. And he says the way we're going to do that is by working together. Well, how about you give me something tangible? 
This guy has no chance because of these words. Longtime pastor. No thanks. Kevin Rinke uh, looks like to be an enthusiast of the movie Top Gun with this jacket on. Uh, Rinke Family Auto Dealership in in the Detroit area. I, I recognize that name. In fact, I think the Rinke Farm was about half a mile from where I used to live. Whatever. This guy, fuck him because he, he looks like he's getting ready to go shoot up Columbine with his outfit on. No thanks. And then you got Garrett Saldano. Ugh. This is the kook who wanted all you idiots to go to the Capitol to protest COVID-19 mandates. Thanks. He was the leader of the first asshole convention. This dude, Evan Space, barely got enough signatures He couldn't even get enough signatures last time. He's running because he wants to have the lieutenant governor run the Upper Peninsula. That sounds stupid. Don't make anybody do that. In fact, we should blow up the bridge to separate us from those people. So there you go. I'm all in on Donna Brandenburg for the Republican nomination. Okay? Uh, But I sure wish that she would let go of this forensic audit of 2020. Yeah, that was two years ago. No one cares. Let's worry about uh, what's going on forward. Since I would be a wonderful uh, political consultant, um, forget it. No one cares anymore. And don't hang your wag and don't hit your wagon on Michael Flynn of all people. Okay, worry about you and what you can do for the people. You got a big old beautiful brain in there. If you've got enough of a brain to be able to run. Uh, uh, multiple companies and be the CEO of Brandenburg Capital Capital Management, an acquisition and management firm. Uh, you should have a bunch of great thoughts about how to run the state. So forget about all this bullshit on the audit. Worry about what the future holds. That's just my opinion. All right. I want to cancel Black History Month. What the fuck? Dude looks like Isaiah Thomas, too. There is... Can you imagine this guy campaigning in Detroit, like down on, you know, Cass Avenue or Bobian and Brush, you know? Hey, everybody, welcome. They're thinking, oh, great, we got someone who looks like us running for governor. My first day of office, I will cancel Black History Month in the state of Michigan. Ah, get shot. Oh, my God. Cancel Black History Month, you asshole. Why would you do that? All right, so that's my take for the third day in a row on the Republican gubernatorial candidates. Let's go, Brandenburg. I love that so much. Okay, before I leave, I've got the asshole of the day for you. It might be Austin Chenge. But first off, I have to remind you that A&E Heating and Cooling is the authority in West Michigan uh, for everything heating and cooling. Okay, call upon them, 616-516-8579. If you have an issue with your furnace or your air conditioning, scheduled maintenance is taken care of at A&E Heating and Cooling. (coughs) Excuse me, we're in that weird uh, time of year where we're thinking about, uh, you know, eventually soon we'll be shutting down the furnace, so uh, whatever. But as you uh, look towards the cooling months, that AC should be tuned up. Call upon A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. If you need a furnace or uh, 
AC install, they will install the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioning. Call them. And if you need any after-hour service work, you know, you're cold, it's a Saturday night. Yeah, they're available 24-7. Uh, but that's going to cost you, as it would with anyone. If any new install is in your future, get an estimate from two other companies and then get an estimate from A&E Heating and Cooling. They will beat it. Mention me when you call 616-516-8579. Online at aeheatingcooling.net. Dumpster divers. Oh, my gosh. We'll, we, uh, we'll have Kyle for another edition of Let's Kill with Kyle from Dumpster Divers tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern. Uh, it's uh, getting close to declutter season. My God, rent a dumpster from Dumpster Divers. Call or text 616-375-9962 today. Uh, their dumpsters are priced cheaper than any other dumpster company in West Michigan. Now, if you are not in West Michigan, you do not want to call Dumpster Divers because they're going to pay. Yeah, you're going to pay an arm and a leg to get that dumpster delivered to you for the mileage. So this is a very specific to West Michigan business on the podcast. 616-375-9962. Dumpster Divers Dumpsters. And uh, last but not least, um, I, I can't stress this enough because I'm feeling the heat and I don't like to feel pressure. But uh, Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance, Frank the Tank, who is the Medicare Advantage expert in the state of Michigan. Uh, well, not just Michigan, anywhere. If you or someone, you hear my voice crack? If you or someone you know or love is turning or is over 65, reach out to Frank, either for your first time Medicare interview, because that's in your horizon if you're turning 65, or if you need a Medicare checkup. And if you haven't done this, then you need a Medicare checkup. If you already utilize the Medicare system, you may be uh, paying more for their, your insurance than you need to and getting less than you should. Okay. That was the case with the NFK. All it took was a little bit of legwork by the, uh, by Frank. And he determined that the NFK's policy wasn't what it should be. And I don't know how he worked the magic, but all I know is this, the NFK pays less out of his social security check each month and he gets more coverage. How? I don't know. That's Frank's job. 616-914-4070 today for my policy shop insurance with Frank the Tank Fuss. You must mention me. Eric, I need three people to sign up with me. And what he does is free. I should point that out. It's all free. You don't pay for it. I need three people to let me uh, be their Medicare specialist. We got to push Medicare. I need three people a month for the next year. I go, Frank, I'm going to do my best, buddy. I'm going to do my best. Reach out. 616-914-4070 today. Okay. Oh, my God. What a day. You guys have just been awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, I don't understand how people who are pissed off about this don't say gay bill can look at this as hate. It's not. It's not hate at all. Fucking settle down. People, uh, when when stories like this break, um, they tend to uh, gather steam like a rock rolling, like a snowball rolling downhill, and they get become bigger and bigger problems because of the hype surrounding them. This is not a problem, okay? Not a problem. Do you re- a perfect example is, do you remember um, years ago, the whole net neutrality thing? 
when everybody was like, oh my God, this is going to end life as we know it when this starts. And I still don't even know what the fuck it does or says. And and everybody's like, oh my God, our rights are... Nothing happened. Come on. Everything's fine. Quit overreacting. My God. Horrible. Asshole of the day. Gift wrapping catastrophe at the Eric Zane Show podcast household. God, that was weird. Busy day today. Doc, dentist, asshole scrubbing, haircut, hockey tonight. Oh, my God. Aha. I think I know it. Uh-huh. My asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics has got to be that lady from the care uh, from the Target. Target Karen. What an asshole. Holy cow. That's rude. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Shut up. Uh, Maureen says, asshole of the day, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, just because, no, that's not going to fly. Sorry, man. Nope. Uh, any other final comments here? Is Daisy licking uh, your foot? No. Asshole of the day, thousand yard stare at him? No. Why do you, no, relax. No, you're not an asshole. What are you talking about? Don't let it wreck your day. God. Uh, Anything else? Ryan Kelly is a Jenison Hudsonville favorite per the neighborhood yard signs. Yeah, we're surrounded by idiots around here that will vote for that piece of shit. Fuck Ryan Kelly. Okay. That's going to do it. Thank you so much for being part of the podcast. The Patreon is next. We'll get to, uh, we'll get to that coming up in just a bit. Till next time, folks. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.